This is Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out the podcast and YouTube channel on Conroe Culture. Don't forget, we're live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday at noon. Make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Want more information? Visit the show page on IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture for past shows and learn how to sponsor the show. Hello, I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News at Lone Star Community Radio from downtown Conroe. And it's looking good today. There might possibly be some sprinkles, but don't let that rain on your parade. It's a very motivational Monday. And I have some wonderful guests with me today on FM 104.5 and 106.1 or worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. I have two ladies Teresa Dossman and Debbie Koch with Teach, which is teaching, no, I'm sorry, Transforming Education and Changing History. We will hear from them first this morning. And then we're going to shoot it up with the Blackwood Gun Club. Jamie Netterville and Jeff Bearden will be the uh, in the secondary half of the show from Blackwood Gun Club. So first, some news, things that are going on. Of course, we know that next weekend is Father's Day weekend. So you need to start thinking about that and what you're going to be doing, barbecuing, going on the lake, or having some fun celebrating dad. Of course, if you don't have a gift, you can always shop in downtown Conroe. And uh, one of the best places to buy your jewelry, of course, is Brownlee Jewelry Store. And Janice was on our show, I think it was last week. So go check out the things that she has. Tonight, you can hear Jeremy Bankhead host the Open Mic Show, as he does every Monday at the Corner Pub. Charles Peters will be at the Red Brick Tavern stage at 7.30 p.m. So, live music in downtown Conroe. Tomorrow, the 13th, Jeremy Bankhead hosts the Open Mic at the Corner Pub. Don Pope and his jazz band will play beginning at 7.30 at the Red Brick Tavern. June 15th. You can hear Adam McFarlane and Josh Josh Pitt host the open mic at the pub. The Red Brick Tavern hosts Buck Yeager with Jackie Darlene. Friday night, and you know you'll be ready for some music and fun Friday night. Because again, it's Father's Day weekend, so bring Dad to hear Brandon Smith and Justin Dias in a song swap back and forth at the pub beginning at 9 p.m., and Brian Pounds with Jackie Black, who was a competitor on The Voice at the Red Brick Tavern. Saturday night, the King Bees at the Corner Pub and the Lime Traders will be playing Americana Southern Rock. We have no lack of great music, great live music in downtown Conroe. And most of this is free. So unfortunately, we don't have any live performances at the Owen Theater or the Crichton this week. But get ready, because starting July 1st, you can hear, uh, you can go see at the Owen Theater, 9 to 5, the musical, and Mary Poppins at the Crichton, which is right next to us here at the radio station. So again, we are not with lacking of things to do in downtown Conroe. 
Conroe Parks and Recreation. You heard from them last week, Rob Hamilton and Elizabeth West, about all the fun and exciting things there are to do in Conroe. And uh, they will be hosting an adult dance, adult dance classes. That could be a fun thing to do Father's Day, just saying. Um, but that's going to be Sunday, June 18th for $15.19 for non-residents. And you can sign up your young kids who are in summers right now, you know, not going to school or anything, but if you need a fun project for them, there's art classes, art classes through the Young Rembrandts. And that's for ages five to seven and eight to 10. And that session starts next Monday, June 19th through the 29th. And the fee is $69 for City Conroe residents, $86 for non-residents, and they will have some fun art classes. There's also a teen acting camp starting July 6th through the 20th. What's really cool about this, this is how this is introducing the youngsters, the youth and teens uh, into theater arts. They will do they will per- perform a production of Sound of Music. They will learn about costuming. They will do set design and choreography. So, I mean, that helps them explore different things that they may want to do later in life or as an avocation. You can also learn to watercolor at the Conroe Art Lake. And that is located at the Maidley Art Gallery, just right down the street from us at the corner of Metcalf, I'm sorry, Maine and Simonton. They're 127 Simonton right next to the Red Brick Tavern. So you can go check out their calendar of watercolor watercolor classes. Boy, I'm really tongue-tied today. I don't know why that is. But you can go to the ConroeArtLeague.org to find out about all of their classes they have. Fourth of July events. That is the next big holiday coming up after Father's Day, of course, this Sunday. So Roman Forest will host the only fireworks display in East Montgomery County, that night, starting with a parade at 10 a.m. and a festival beginning at 2 p.m. Crafters, food vendors, dunking booths, snow cones, barbecue, hot dogs, and Texas Pub will be serving, of course, beer. And they will have three bands, the Kenny Martin Band, Tex Ken, Shane Porter Band, and, of course, fireworks at dusk, at dark. Now, Celestial Displays is doing the fireworks, and they have been a guest on our show in the past. <coughs> But they will not only be doing the fireworks in Roman Forest in East Montgomery County, they will also be doing them in Patton Village, the Woodlands Country Club, Over Lake Conroe, Ravenel, all on the same night. Yes. So how does that happen? I don't know, but it, it's going to happen. So if you want to have a vendor booth in Roman Forest, uh, that is $45, and you can contact me via Conroe Culture News on Facebook to find out more information if you're interested. And again, July 7th is the premiere of Mary Poppins at the Crichton, and the Owen Theater will premiere 9 to 5, the musical. Fun stuff going on. But we're going to take a little break, and we will be right back with my first guests, the ladies from Teach, Teresa Dossman and Debbie Koch. I'm Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News, Taylor Eyes PR. Don't forget... Conroe Culture is live online at IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 every Monday at 12 p.m. Be a guest, be a sponsor, 
just contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Margie Taylor, and we are on Lone Star Community Radio from downtown Conroe, and this is Conroe Culture News, your FM 104.5, 106.1, and at our city TV channel 12 on Sudden Link. Of course, you can also listen via the app, or you can go to your computer or mobile device and put in IR Lone Star com and listen to it as well so uh my guest this morning or this afternoon as it is now 12 12 or so teresa dossman and debbie coke welcome ladies thank, thank you. you very excited to be here today well good <laughs> so uh do you work during the day are you teachers i mean what is your involvement with the association and then what is it well, thanks for asking, Margie. Uh, we are both retired educators. Uh, Debbie and I retired about two and a half years ago uh, and decided that we wanted to start a nonprofit organization to help educators in the field. And we actually had this dream, this vision, back when we were both working in a school district. I was an administrator, an executive director for curriculum and instruction. I'll let Debbie tell you a little bit about herself, but we absolutely had this dream, this vision of what we could do to transform education to better prepare students for college and career, as well as help our educators see where they could go with innovation in education. We were really busy as uh, administrators and couldn't get it off the ground until we retired. But upon retirement, we started working. And uh, we both do some consulting work on the side, but our nonprofit has a board of directors with retired educators and current educators, as well as uh, committees that work very, very hard to help the organization fundraise for scholarships, as well as prepare conferences and meetings for teachers and administrators to come to to learn more about how to be innovative. Debbie, you wanna tell a little bit about yourself? Sure, Teresa, thank you. Um, I started out with the organization uh, primarily as a, uh, or left education as a principal, a high school principal. And I was in a very innovative school, which Teresa had an opportunity to work uh, alongside me as we opened a career academy high school. And we saw and were able to develop some things that were extremely successful for students. And when we retired, to make a long story short, we wanted to kind of share that vision and work with other districts in transforming um, their schools and preparing kids for their future, not our past, but for their future. Well, and it sounds like you're doing things beyond, let's say, Montgomery County. You're reaching in a global way, is what I'm hearing you say. Is that correct? 
That is correct, Margie. We actually do work with the local school districts. Uh, we have 10 school districts right now in our membership base, uh, Conroe ISD being one of them, Montgomery ISD, Willis in this area, as well as a little south from here, Spring ISD, Spring Branch, Aldean. Uh, we work with Tom Ball, just to name a few. But we absolutely are going global. Uh, we hope to grow our organization, not only statewide, but nationwide and start working at an international level with education across the globe. And transforming education and changing history is about helping our educators, as well as the students in the schools, see education in a different way. That's really our mission. Our mission is to actually look at ways that we can teach students the way they learn versus teaching for the sake of teaching. And we know students learn differently now. So it's more implementing it to real situations. Absolutely. You, okay. You've got it right, right on the button. Okay, so how does that happen? How is that working? How well, do you engage them? Well, here's what we're doing right now. We are working on a blueprint, a plan, a framework for success for students. And that inc includes not only learning, you know, the reading, writing, and arithmetic, because we know we have to, we have to teach that, but it's how to think, how to problem solve, how to be a critical thinker, and have initiative and how we approach problems and solve problems. And we know students right now going into the workforce, we hear from our industry partners that they're not as prepared as they need to be as critical thinkers and problem solvers. So we're really focusing in on that, on our blueprint. And we have a great group of members helping us develop that right now. So your first, um, your first idea to form this was to get the educators involved. Is that correct? So how are you doing that right now to get the different schools? You said you have like 10 school districts involved in this process. What, what is enticing to the educators that you have involved? Well, one of the enticements is that we raise funds for scholarships for those districts. So as they participate, we do some fundraising. Um, actually, we did what's called a celebrity fundraising dinner. And all proceeds from that dinner went directly to the districts that participated. So uh, that's how initially... And then they use the money for whatever they deem appropriate? Or they can use the money for student scholarships uh, or they can use it for teacher scholarships. If there is a teacher who wants to do something innovative, then they've got funds there to help support that teacher. So it's up to the district how they choose to use those funds. Mm -hmm. um, we just ask that they submit their process to us, how they went around about selecting those um, recipients, and um, then the money's theirs. And that, right. was, that was a real success, Margie. I, I just wanna add to what Debbie said in that uh, it's very unusual for somebody to come to a fundraiser and take back more money than they paid to have the dinner at it. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a celebrity waiter dinner. And so the superintendents and some of the Chamber of Commerce presidents served as the waiters mm -hmm. and had to do silly little games and get everybody involved. We also had a live auction to help raise those funds, but they ended up walking away with many, many more dollars than they paid to participate in it. 
And so that was our starting point. But since then, we've held a conference, and the conference was a huge success. It was in October of last year. Uh, we were granted the use of a large high school, a brand-new high school to have it in, and we had great participation. We'll continue that conference. It was for teachers and administrators, and we would like to add a student section to that conference as well as we grow and move forward. So when were you founded? We actually were founded in April of last year. Okay, so, so you're fairly new. We are new. Um, we're just a little year, one year in. Um, mm -hmm. And so we've had what I think is a fantastic first year. Uh, lots of support and lots of opportunities to grow the organization. One so what of, do you work? Go ahead, Debbie. I'm uh, sorry. One of the things that I'd like to stress is that we also have a, a, a pretty vibrant um, partnership with businesses as well because uh, they're a vital part as we look at education mm -hmm. and preparing kids. Um, they're they're kind of give us a different lens. So we, I don't want to leave out that we've incorporated the business people as well. And that's mm -hmm. why we had the um, great support from the Chamber of Commerce mm -hmm. around. No, that's a good point. So what are you doing at this point? Where are you at in your process? Well, right now we are working on building that blueprint for mm -hmm. student success. Uh, we have a series of meetings with our membership called Mining of the Minds. And our next Mining of the Minds meeting is June 20th. Uh, we are actually being hosted in Spring Branch ISD for that. But we have our educators coming from all over uh, the Houston and North Houston area. We um, are really digging in to what innovation looks like. We've had a couple of great keynote speakers. We actually uh, worked with a organization called Most Likely to Succeed, which is an organization that's looking across the globe as well at how we can be more innovative as educators. You know, we know we're de dealing with a digital society mm -hmm. right now and we have to do things differently to engage students sitting them in rows and giving them a book doesn't really do much for them anymore we have to look at different ways to turn kids on to learning and so that's what our blueprint is going to to lay out and i can see the passion in your eyes that you are excited about this and that in itself is very engaging so you have an upcoming event July 14th. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Sure. The, the event is going to be fabulous. It is called a Pinot and Paint event where we have a, a sister organization. We've started to partner with other organizations to help build funds for education, like we said, across the world. And the sister organization, the other nonprofit, is called the Imedito Project. It is a nonprofit in Rwanda, Africa, where they are actually educating, especially the students, the children, but also the adults about protecting themselves against a disease called lymphedema. And it's a disease that actually creates uh, swelling of the extremities and eventually uh, many of the people inflicted with it have to have limbs amputated Ugh. yes and and so we 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 really partnered with this organization because of the education piece of it where we can help look at ways we can use our innovation here in the united states of america to help other countries 
learn how to protect themselves and uh, be productive citizens. So we're focusing in on providing some funds from our fundraiser to that project uh, to help increase the education efforts there. But we're also raising scholarship funds. Uh, and so we know all of the school districts involved in this actual event will benefit as well with more scholarships for teachers and students. And it's a way that people can find out more about your organization and how they can get involved. And that's gonna be at Puffabelli's Old Depot Restaurant at 100 Main Street in Old Town Springs. Yes, it's a great restaurant and uh, a great place to visit. And it's just right down the road from here. It is. Well, anything you do out in Old Town Spring is usually pretty fun, too. Absolutely. (laughs) I like going there. (laughs) um, How would they get involved in finding out more about your fundraiser? Well, we have a website. It's www.teach2change.org. And they can go on the website. The information is all there. Uh, We also uh, have been blasting out some things in the local papers and community magazines and uh, we're, we're really hoping that we get a full house uh, for the event because we'll also have a little entertainment and a silent auction and um, as much Pinot as you want because we've uh, really been fortunate to uh, get donations of wine from our local wineries so we're excited nice. about that. So are you sharing this information also with the other schools that are involved in all of that so they can Put that out on their media sources as well. I'm yes, imagining we've, uh, we've communicated with all of our uh, partners, current mm-hmm. uh, district partners, as well as our members, and our members have been reaching out uh, to their colleagues. So we're slowly growing and evolving, and uh, very exciting, exciting place to be. So, do you also have social media sites? Do you have a Facebook page? We do. Uh, what is that? Uh, it's the same at Teach to Change. Okay. okay. And, and, and we also um, have been tweeting. Um, we we <laughs> really are trying to show our innovation through how we run the organization right? <laughs> uh, yes. to match up to what we want to happen in education. Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, it is it is hard for educators to change. You know, we were educators for over 30 years. Traditional methods. Correct. And, it, and it's hard, <laughs> but you have to break that mold and think differently in order to prepare students now for what they're going to face. Reach them where they are. Absolutely. And and so we hope to start something big, to start a trend that's going to do the things that we know are going to help students walk out of high school or college ready to face the things that they're going to see in the workplace and in society. Okay. What am I missing? Is there anything else that you want to say? Either one of you? Well, be- because we're, yes, you're sure. both so excited you can both talk at once and I'll just have to listen really hard. <laughs> okay. Well, and, and um, you know, here's, here's what I'd like to leave with. The organization itself is all about moving in the right direction. Uh, we absolutely are looking in the windshield, not the rearview mirror. We want to move forward and all the support that we know that's out there to do something different in education, we want you to be a part. We want you to be a part of TEACH, Transforming Education and Changing History. You're breaking ground and going forward. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well said, Teresa. Okay, ladies, thank you so much. We're going to take another break before our next guests come on. And I am Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News. 
Tailorized PR. We'll be right back. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internships, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. Conroe Culture News. I am your host, Margie Taylor from downtown Conroe at Lone Star Community Radio. FM 104.5, 106.1, or on our City TV Sunlink Channel 12 with the City of Conroe. So uh, we just finished up with our first guest from Teach, and we are rolling into the second half of the show with gunfire. So <laughs> my two guests here are for the from the Blackwood Gun Club. They are the owners. I am sitting here with Jamie and Jeff. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Isn't this going to be fun? It's going to be great. So, shooting, gun club. Yes. How long have y'all been there? Uh, we purchased the uh, facility back in July. It was former. It was the former gun emporium. And, uh, you know, we're just a couple crazy guys, and everybody's like, <laughs> why did you buy this? I said, well, we're insane. That's why. <laughs> so. No, because you're passionate. Yes, I can, I can tell you are because you held the after hours there with the uh, Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce uh, a couple of weeks ago. In yes. fact, I won this little. Yes, you did. I saw you wearing that today. Bad, but <laughs> uh, handcuff necklace thing there. And it was fun. Yes. And what was really exciting is that you've done a lot of different improvements to the place. Yes, we have. Uh, you want to go on about that? Yeah, we've actually added a. Uh... Uh, and this of, is Jamie speaking. Uh, yes. We've added lots of uh, sporting clays uh, additions. We've, we've really focused on expanding the sporting clays facility. We're up to 18 stations now. And it's all down in the woods, so it's nice and shaded. It's a great place to go shoot. And it's, it's clean, and it's, it's not as rugged absolutely. as yes. it was. Brand new roads down to all the stations, and it's very easy to go down there after a hard rain and, and still be able to get out there and shoot and have fun. We're expanding uh, – even further on the sporting clay sides to uh, 24 stations pretty soon. We've been working real hard on wow. uh, getting that up and running as fast as we can. Of course, uh, any expansion outside, you got to deal with rain. So kind of holds us back every once in a while, but that's okay. We're still working hard at it. So, Well, and you have some new indoor facilities as well, don't you, Jeff? Yeah, we, we, we had a, a, a building that was, that was there on the facility. It was kind of being used just for miscellaneous all-purpose room all-purpose room but it was kind of really nasty so first thing we did we went ahead and gutted it opened it up and we turned it into an event center it's connected mm -hmm. to our pavilion and uh, one of the things that we're we are passionate about and one of the reasons that we wanted to purchase this business because it uh, allows us to help other charities and other uh, events and so we really want people to know that we're not just a gun range we're actually an event center and uh, that we're uh, our passion is is to get families involved and come out there together it's just not the we don't want it to be just the old guys club, you know, but we want it to be it's the family the, yeah, fun. It's for a family everybody. fun for everybody. And we are fully open to the public. We're not just a private facility, but uh, we, we took that building, we opened it up and redid it and made it into an event center. So now 
We host charity shoots there. Well, your first event, I think, was the Montgomery County yes. Community Foundation. Yes, it was. Wasn't it? Yes, it was. And that was a, success, a successful event. They had been holding it there for quite a while. Correct. And then we bought it and, re- and redid it, and they didn't even know it. So when it came time to vent, they were like, <laughs> it was seamless. wow, look yes. at this place. Yeah. And they're like, wow, look at this place. It's right. totally different. I yes. said, well, that's that's what you're going to expect when, when we're in charge of things around here. Uh, and the neat thing is about that, when you have a fundraiser, not everybody knows how to shoot or right. what's the process. So you walk through them specifically and yes. at all the uh, stations, you had the volunteers. Because I know I was one of the volunteers and I didn't know what you're supposed to look for or how you're supposed to score it. You went to each station and made sure that they fully understand so that they not only had confidence, but they were safe. Right. Safety is a major concern Absolutely. with everything you do and is your top priority. Yes. So that's really nice. So you've had other fundraisers there as well. We do. We host quite a few fundraisers. We've, our calendar has been pretty full this past uh, year that we've been there. And, uh, you know, it's growing every every time we have an event and people are getting more word out to uh, to, to see that we, we have a great facility to raise money for these charities. And that's a huge thing for us is to be able to have a really nice place for these people, these organizations, uh, similar to teach, to Mm -hmm. come in and Mm -hmm. have a place to have a really good, fun, safe event and raise money for them. Uh, It's it's not a normal charity season out there anymore. People don't just go do golf tournaments anymore. They're looking for alternatives for these charity events. And we're a great place for it. And it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. What do they normally do with a fundraiser? Is it a clay shoot type of thing? And then of, do they have like a meal and uh, auction items? Absolutely. A lot of them do. Uh, a lot of them do do clay shoots. They can do. They do fifty or hundred birds uh, on the sporting clays facility. They all normally have some kind of lunch involved and big raffles and silent auctions and uh, see what they can see what they can do. They yep. we play games and do long bird competitions and. Uh, what we call frenzies and all kind of fun stuff that we set up for them. So, yeah, we had the we had the meals on wheels uh, last year in uh, October. Was October? Yeah, in October. And uh, they actually raised over thirty four thousand dollars for their charity on that one event, and so they were real excited about it. And actually returning this mm-hmm. October also, yep. and they call it the the Great Pumpkin Shoot. Yes, I have heard that. Yes. So that that's wonderful. I love the catchy name. Plus, it's right before Halloween. So and we it's shoot pumpkins, too. So and you shoot pumpkins. Yeah, that is cool. How fun is that to go shoot pumpkins? <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not like shooting animals or anything. It's, it's no, pumpkins. It's pump- yes, pumpkins. It's pumpkins. Like smashing pumpkins, yes, right? Exactly. I know you're young. You haven't probably even heard of that. Oh, yeah. We know who you are. So you also have a, a lot of other things. You're having something for Father's Day, aren't you? Are you doing something for Father's yes, Day? Yes, we or are. We, we, have a, we have a Father's Day uh, discount in what we're doing. I just want to encourage uh, fathers to come out. It's on uh, June 9th, uh, which is Father's Day. But anytime starting today, uh, you can actually go and purchase a Father's Day uh, item for you know your husband or your dad. So or you're talking about uh, gun purchases. Gun purchases kind of or even glasses or backpacks gloves well, talk about that what merchandise do you sell over there well we actually we sell pretty much almost everything that's one of the things that we actually spent a lot of time doing is revamping the inside of the store and what we sell uh, bringing the quality of the merchandise up to what consumers are wanting right now so we we actually have oakley glasses in there backpacks uh, all the firearms the, the modern firearms that people are, are interested in uh, higher grade shotguns and also just regular day shotguns that people are looking for uh, we just want to have a, a variety of, uh, uh, it's not, it's just not the good old boys stuff anymore. 
because uh, it's kind of what they kind of lent it to you in the past is they had always had the the old timers guns but uh, now we actually have moved into more modern firearms uh, that people are looking for interested in for home protection or for collectors also so you have all of it you yes. have a wide variety we have a wide variety and of what i hear you saying a lot of is you're bringing in families but your yes. wives work there too right yes. Oh, yes and they're very involved and that's what people don't know is that you really emphasize that by role modeling yes. the whole family yes. thing you know when we went to the after hours they were very involved and are involved yes, in what are. you do and not only that, but you have special family nights, date nights, things like that. What is what do you do when you have those things? Yeah, and you're laughing. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we're just trying to come up with different ideas to get families involved. Get them in and, there. Mm-hmm. and a lot of times you see like a husband, he's real passionate about shooting, and, and the wife just kind of sits back. And so it's like, let's do a date night here at Blackwood. They're like, what? What's a date night? Well, let's have shooting, and then let's have dinner and dancing. And uh, it really ended up being a great event. I think we had uh, 25, 25 couples yeah, that 25 came to it. Couples. Uh, we kind of put it on really quickly, and uh, so they could either go shoot sporting clays or they can shoot the rifle pistol range together. Uh, we had a discount. I think uh, one of them was there on the anniversary when it was celebrating a uh, husband's birthday, and the women were just like, "Wow, uh, this was great! I had fun shooting." And then the you know the, the women were dragging the husbands down the floor uh, dancing. So I was one of the two left put a uh, person out there trying to dance with my wife so so is that like a package deal where they can come out and shoot yeah. and then you serve um a meal yeah we had it we sort? had it catered by russo's okay and I uh, yeah so <laughs> everybody enjoyed it the food was hot it was it was fresh uh, they they did a really good job uh, and uh, we just wanted to say I thank bet you. it was very memorable oh, yes absolutely. it was yeah russo's was awesome mm-hmm. so and um the other thing also that was you know uh we allowed people uh, after, after all the shooting was done, we actually allowed people to bring their alcohol alcohol out if they wanted to do it. And also, we were giving away margaritas with it on that night, too. So, No it, drinking before no shooting. No drinking before no. shooting. Ever, no. never, never, ever, never. Never. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, you have a family fun day, too. Yes. What do you do with the kids? How are they involved? We're actually really heavily involved in a lot of the 4-H groups that are around town and uh, through Spring and Montgomery. The 4-H kids are, uh, some of them are extremely involved in the Mm -hmm. shotgun world and the rifle and pistol, too. And we have many, many groups that come out and practice their target shooting with their their little 22 long rifles. And then we have kids that practice skeet and kids that practice five stand and sporting clays also. We... uh, Actually, just one of our one of our older kids that's been shooting since we bought the place just got uh, accepted onto the Shriner College uh, shooting team, which is a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a it's a very very prestigious shooting program in the state of Texas that uh, that he got asked to come join, and uh, he is a very he's a great kid and shoots really really well and. He's one of those kids that we're gonna have, we're gonna watch because he's could be a local Olympian, he huh? Absolutely, yes, he could be Olympic in. bound. He is that good, and as long as he keeps that passion and keeps that drive, I have no doubt that he could he could possibly make the U.S. shooting team. Uh, and it's that's exciting. That, that's a huge part of our of our youth programs. Uh, we want to be involved in Boy Scouts. We want to be involved in 4-H and FFA programs and and these these uh, community uh, kids programs because. Not everybody wants to play football. Not everybody wants to play baseball or basketball. There's other things out there, and they're, they're let them explore and learn do. about yes. it and yeah. what they like. And some of these kids are just phenomenal, just phenomenal kids. They they volunteer. They come out and help with other shoots. They they pull for the charity shoots. Uh, 
they, they come out and help clean up the courses and uh, they're very respectful, very, very great kids. And it's, it's, it's an honor to be involved with them. It really is because they, they have a passion for something and it's, it's great to help nurture that passion and help grow it. Well, you know, I keep emphasizing the family, but that's pretty much what you guys are doing. Yeah. I mean, I know we need to take a break probably, but I, I wanted to talk about uh, the other thing that you're doing with tournaments or league play. Mm -hmm. Has that started already, the leagues? And how does that work? Explain that. Because I know it's somewhat like a bowling league type yeah. of thing. Yeah, we've actually had several leagues already, and uh, we're starting one up this Tuesday. It's going to be the Sporting Clays League. So we've had five stand in the past. We've had a, a, a men's sporting clays, a women's sporting clays. And this this uh, one that's starting this uh, this Tuesday is going to be men, women, and children. So what? How old is children? What does children, that look like? Uh, what's the age for the? I think we. I, I think the paperwork was. I think we said twelve on it. Twelve okay. and up. Yeah. Twelve and up for twelve sport. and up. This is shotgunning. So and they're uh, in their own group, right? They're not they're the kids aren't. By adults, yeah. But the kids aren't competing against ladies or men. Or, right. They're they're, they're kind of in their own, um, in their own group. Category. They shoot yeah. together. But yet they have boasting rights. Yes. Right. Okay. They, they shoot together as a, <laughs> they shoot together as a family, but they're scored individually. Yes. According to the results. Okay. So, some of these kids will outshoot the parents all oh, yeah. day long. <laughs> so that's fun though. Absolutely. I mean, they're learning about gun safety yes. too. Yep. And uh, doing something that all of them can participate in. Yep. I know when I was growing up, uh, we would go with my dad to the rifle range and shoot all the time. And he would do the skis and the, the clays, and we'd hang out there all weekend. We'd have pitch a tent and just hang out there, all of us kids. And then everybody would get together and do like a potluck afterwards because it was family. That's what you right. do. Not that I'm a shooter and good <laughs> at it. I'm just throwing that out there. But one, one of the things <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to add, though, for Family Fun Sunday also is for, what we're doing also to encourage people to come out and be a part of it is that we are offering a discount that day. And we'll have a snow, truck, a snow cone truck out there. And okay. so everybody that comes out and pays That's a shoot, always good for you, get a free snow, you, you get a free snow cone. So, Or if you just want to come out and just buy a snow cone, come out and buy a snow cone and hang out. Okay. So. Well, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back to hear about more about the Blackwood Gun Club from Jamie and Jeff. I am Margie Taylor with Conroe Culture News at Lone Star Community Radio. We are looking for sponsors. Do you want to partner with Conroe Culture? Contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash ConroeCulture for current rates and statistics of our listenership. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. Margie Taylor at Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe Culture News, every Monday at noon. Every Monday at noon. So if you want to be a guest, you want to sponsor the show, just uh, send me an email at margie at taylorizepr.com or go on Conroe Culture News on Facebook. Of course, you can always see the, our old shows on YouTube or you can go to our page on irlonestar.com forward slash Conroe Culture to get involved and see some of the past guests. So we are back here with Jamie and Jeff, the owners at Blackwood Gun Club. Lots of fun and exciting things to do. More than you probably ever thought about with a gun club. And they have taken over ownership. Uh, they're working on their anniversary. Y'all yes. got to have an anniversary party. 
Yes, we do. You we have an have anniversary one. party? We don't have one planned yet. You need to have <laughs> one. I mean, shoot. Okay. But before we get to that, you do have some things planned. Uh, yes. What is this about Taco Tuesday and Wings Wednesday? Taco Tuesday and Wings Wednesday. What we're trying to do is create a lot of guys want to come out and shoot on their lunch break, but they have to sacrifice one thing. They have to sacrifice, you know, do I, what do I eat? You know, do I just get Taco Bell or something like that or some kind of junk on the way? And so we decided to come up with like, well, you know what? Let's bring some food in, like a food truck or something like that. That's and, cool. And that way they can come up here and they can shoot and <laughs> uh-huh. then they can get, get, get a, buy them some, a, 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 a lunch and then go back to work. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to make it where it's easier for them to be able to come out and do that kind of thing. So we have Taco Tuesday. Uh, Taco Tuesday is coming out. Uh, that is on June 27th. So we normally do it on the 4th. Uh, Tuesday of uh, each month. And then also we have Wings Wednesday, and that's going to be on uh, June 21st. So we'll, nice. have a, we'll have a wings truck out there, and uh, they're <clears> really <throat> good wings. Uh, so you can go out there, you can purchase your wings. And also we have a little bit of a discount that we do uh, for the shooting range. So you can do rifle, pistol, or the sporting clays area on both of them. So it's just kind of a good fun. thing. We set up tables and chairs. <clears throat> you, can, you can sit down in an air-conditioned building and, and eat. And, um, do you have a fish Friday? You know, that's I a good idea. I can hook you up. I like the fried fish. Okay, okay. Well, I think that's a great idea. I didn't know that guys come out there just for their lunch hour to shoot, but, you know, actually, why not? Well, <laughs> so, we, we actually have some executives that come out, and they're uh, they're coming out, and they're bringing, they're their, their, they're, they're bringing their subways with them. Oh, and we're okay. like, you know what, let's make this where they have some. They can have a business meeting out there while they're shooting. <laughs> exactly, they sure can. So we have, we, have, we have a conference room where they can set up. Or and, the women could, the by women the way. Can, yes, right. anybody can. So wow. it's, it's, it's a, good, it's it's a good new way to connect with people, right? Go yes. out and shoot. It, it is. It, or maybe it, that's an old way. I don't know. It, it, <laughs> you can make it a really social event, you know, and just and really have fun with lots of people and, and create yeah. great camaraderie between each other. Absolutely. I mean, why go play golf when you can shoot? Exactly. Okay. I know it. So how long have you guys been shooting? You've been involved with this. Not your your club per se, but I know you have had a passion for this. So Well, actually, I, I, grew, I grew up not shooting at all. Mm-hmm. And um, and I got married and uh, married into a family of hunters and shooters. Ah. And I, growing up, I had all my friends that that's what they, they, that's what they did. They went hunting with their dads. They went shooting with their friends like that. And I never did do that. And I was like, you know what? So when I was 25 years old, I was just like, I'm going to teach myself how to shoot. And I just went out and did it. And, and you're not uh, much more than that at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was 25 again. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I didn't grow up shooting, so I became an avid hunter and a shooter on my own. And I was like, man, you know what? I need to be able to have something where I can help other families, other other dads, other moms, draw their children into the sport because it really is a good relational sport that you can have between family members. And uh, one thing that, that I have enjoyed is – putting together family shoots, you know, all my cousins, you know, sisters and, and um, grandfathers and, and dads and, and bring them together as family members and all aunts and uncles and, and putting together events where we go out and do that stuff together. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. And you, Jamie? I, I, I literally grew up, I can't remember the first time I actually shot a rifle, pistol, or bow and arrow. I actually shot competition uh, archery for quite a long time. And grew up thinking hunting and shooting was to put food in the freezer like that's how that's how we grew up so y'all are opposites yeah kinda. we I, yes. I, I, literally, <laughs> I knew nothing different i didn't even know there was like 
tournaments and stuff until I was probably junior high, high school. So it was gaming stuff. for food. It, it really was. It really was. And I split my life between Cyprus and Crockett, Texas, in East Texas. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, going out in the woods, duck hunting, deer hunting, and trapping. We did a lot of trapping as a kid. Uh, it it was second nature to me. And I just, I, it, it's a, it is, it's a very family-oriented thing. And growing up, being able to do that with my family, I've always wanted to pass that on to other families because there's nothing like being able to spend three, four days out in the woods with a family member. You're going to get close. You're mm-hmm. going to uh, learn to deal with each other's things. And, and you might have little things that you don't get along with, but you're going to learn to deal with them. When you're four, right. four, four days out in the woods, you learn to compromise and you learn to love one another. So uh, it's a... It's an awesome, awesome pastime. And it's not just about hunting and fishing and all that stuff. It's about conservation because we want to mm-hmm. see these communities and this, the, the, the animals that we do hunt, we want to see their communities grow. Uh, we want to see healthy deer out there. We want to see them get bigger and, and grow in population. And ducks are the same way. If you don't conserve in those, in those hunting styles, you're not going to have them for the future. Uh, it's just it's, it's, a, it's a part of it. And now, you gotta be passionate about what it. What is this I hear about um, deer season not happening in Texas this year? Is that no <laughs> no, you're laughing. No, it's it's <laughs> it's one of those things where you never know in the state of Texas. I mean you literally don't. The the state of Texas is very, very uh uh meticulous about conservation. The Texas Parks and Wildlife. So is that true? Uh, what it, I, heard? I don't think it's gonna I happen. It's, but you heard that. I've heard it. Okay. I've okay. Heard so it I didn't just make that up. So. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Uh, they, they, they'll cut down the numbers of what uh-huh. you can take in certain counties pretty low sometimes. But to shut it all off, I don't think they'll ever do that. Now, things like uh, quail and things like that. Uh, quail got devastated by ants uh, mm-hmm. couple, almost two decades ago now. And they literally cut off quail season for a very, very long time because there wasn't enough quail. But the they populations are coming back. So quail yeah. seasons are coming back in, in the southern counties. So you mentioned archery. Do you have that out there? We do not no. yet. We do not but yet. But you're smiling it's, like you're thinking about it. It's something that we talk a <laughs> Everybody lot always about. Asks. Is there yes. a place to do that out here in Montgomery County? There's a handful of spots, mm-hmm. a handful of 3D archery ranges. And I, I, we're, we're, we've sat down and talked about it a few times. And I think we're going to try to come up with something a little more innovative rather than the same old, same old that everybody else is doing. Uh, and whenever we have that epiphany, We'll, uh, You're not there really, yet, but it's still there. there. It's, yeah. it's it's simmering yeah. there in the background. I love our. Okay, I, I, I know I could see that in your Absolutely. eyes that I'm you're a, smiling. I'm a bow hunter, but so. uh, <laughs> I, I watch for that being in PR. I watch for where the people go woo, you know, and they get excited. Absolutely. So I, I can see that going. Yeah, on. we we actually so. go back a, a long ways, and yeah, um, and they, their family has a uh, they have a family uh, uh, preschool preschool. And I was a part of it as a, as a kid. We've always done summer camps at the preschool. And we, his, we grew up together. So. And his oh, dad nice. actually taught me how to shoot archery uh-huh. when I was in the preschool. At one of our wow. summer camps. So yep. you've known how to do that a long time. I'm not, well, you know, you do yeah. it while you're in the it's preschool. Hard. It's hard. It's <laughs> pretty hard to do. I've it done is. that before. But the problem with archery, though, is that everybody can do it in their, in, almost in their backyard. Yeah. If they have any type well, of I don't know if that's okay with some... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, our, our, our innovative way would, would be yeah. maybe like a, maybe a, a course, yeah. you know, we would do like a course mm-hmm. instead of just a archery. Right. Range. No, I think that'd be good. 
So people can take classes on how to shoot with you guys too, right? Yes. Okay. I want to cover everything because we have limited time left. I'm not sure how much time, but so, and you're going to be having safety classes and you're going to be having, you're thinking about doing some kind of a firefighters association day, firefighters, uh, some kind of a event. Yeah. What, what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to put together in July, a, a fire, a firefighters appreciation day. Okay. Where everybody that comes in, uh, the, that we will donate a certain amount of proceeds of every person that comes in to, to the, uh, uh, to one of the, um, organizations that helps give back to the, to the uh, firefighters, mm -hmm. uh, ones where they've been injured or families have lost Very someone. Good. Yes. I used so, to be part of one of those. Yes. Yeah, so we're waiting to get it's feedback on, on some of those organizations on which one we're going to partner up with on that. Okay. Uh, we got some phone calls out there. We're just waiting to, to see which one says, so, okay, you know, ahead. if somebody wanted to find out about that, the best place to find these things maybe is on Facebook, mm -hmm. Instagram, Twitter. I know you're very active and your Facebook page is Blackwood Gun Club and the same for Twitter yes. and Instagram. Yes. yes. Correct? There's always yes, a calendar is. on our main website too. So you can yes. always check out our calendar. Yes. And you have a, a very nice website at the Blackwood Gun Club. So anybody can find out everything that's going on yes. of course the best way really is just to go visit you right? it is, it is the best way because then you can us. share that information yep. and what's better than having in person right you know experience yeah and we, we have several several uh, classes that we host uh, we have the license to carry class uh, that we do it on every second and fourth saturday uh, you can be a part of that if you want to think about concealing carrying or open carrying which you can do now in texas uh, you can come and are take you guys that. carrying right now uh, no, I'm mean, not. No, we we had no, to walk in. We, we went to the wrong building, so we had to uh, disarm everything. So, okay, uh, some some buildings you can't do that in. So, right, well, yeah. government buildings. Yes, right? exactly, oh, yeah. exactly. And then also we have uh, our academy. Uh, so if you're wanting to learn more about pistol shooting or rifle shooting, uh, we have a, a academy that we have that teaches that. And uh, nice. so and also you can be, go from beginner all the way to advanced. So you guys are the full thing. You're the yes, full we are. deal from beginning to expert, professional, the social club, right. all of it, yeah, business it meetings. Yeah. One of the things so, we just want to make sure everybody knows is that if you don't know how to shoot, please come out and just try it. We try will help it. you get through it. And don't you be will afraid. Help them gain confidence yes. and be safe. Yes. Right. We also okay. do shotgunning instruction too. So it's not just rifle and pistol instruction. It's everything. It's Absolutely. everything. Okay, guys, I got to cut you off. So I have Jamie and Jeff here from Blackwood Gun Club. Check them out on their social media pages. I'm Margie Taylor with Conroe Culture. Next week, June 12th, we will hear from Luke Bolts about the Texas Heroes Real Estate Program, uh, the, the Woodlands Young Entrepreneurs Network, and Larry Forster will be here from uh, the Montgomery County Historical Commission. I am Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News, Taylorized PR, Downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio. Until next time. You're listening to Conroe Culture on FM 104.5 and 106.1 with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. Live streaming on IRLoneStar.com every Monday at noon. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter via Conroe Culture. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. 
If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.